You're listening to the Mobcast Network. There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network. For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom. Everybody, welcome to the Laporte Porter Important Report. I'm Aaron Porter. I'm Kevin Laporte, and this is everything we consider to be important. And you should too. That's right. You're goddamn right. We're back. We're back. So like a two-year hiatus. I think it's closer to three. <laughs> uh, we used to do a show called the Laporte Porter Important Report. Uh, it had three cameras and uh, a not so great stage. Um, and about eight hours of post-production work every week for Aaron. Yeah. So we killed that. <laughs> uh, and so we've we've come back. Much simpler setup. We're doing a podcast now. Uh, we'll have an audio version, a video version. Uh, we'll tell you where to get those uh, at the end of the podcast. And the other thing that we're adding every two weeks when we do this show is we're going to have a special guest with us, either in person or via Skype or some other uh, service. Because Skype doesn't, you know, they're not paying our bills. They're yet, not. Yet. Uh, this week, for the very first Important Porter, Important Report podcast, we have... The man formerly known as Aftershock, the master of the 9.5. It's Lee Whitaker. Hi. Welcome, Lee. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Right on. Ready to talk. You know, good, because that's what we're going to do, because we're on a podcast. That's what we do here. Uh, so what we're going to do is we each have a topic that we're going to talk about tonight. <clears throat> um, we're going to throw them around, share our thoughts on it, and each one of these topics to us is important. If you came here to talk about politics, you, you can you can just go. I heard somebody yell. I'm guessing that's my wife. She might be getting killed right now. I don't know. I don't. Do you know? Because I don't. All right. So uh, let's get started. Kevin, you have a topic that um, you seem kind of passionate about. So why don't you get, why don't you start us off? <laughs> I think passionate may be an overstatement, but um, I'm a little I'm more confused than passionate. Honestly, right. um, hey, we live in. Right now, I think what we can agree is pretty much a golden age of nerd movies. Fuck yes, you yes. know, and and it's you know it's the the market's pretty much inundated with superhero movies right now, but also sci-fi is making a huge comeback. The, right. the major uh, franchise is Star Wars. We're gonna have another Star Trek movie this year. Yep, uh, Aliens is on the docket coming up. Ridley Scott directing Aliens on the docket. Ridley Scott directing Blade Runner coming up in a couple of years. I mean, it's just a crazy time. Whether it's good or not, right. it's coming up. It's you know, it's finally it's, it's a forty years too late. I mean, admittedly, but it's it's happening. And the, what the confusing part to me is that most of the people I know that love genre films, you're ready to jump. I see it. I see the smile. I you am just can't, not, You can't I'm contain just a it. Happy person. Uh, <laughs> what? He's ready. He's, he's ready to <laughs> get you. He's ready to go. Um, what I don't understand is the constant anger. That just comes off of Facebook, Facebook like heat, like flames out of my laptop screen about any of these movies, but particularly the ones I see it the most about, uh, maybe tied with the X Men films, the Fox X Men films, the DC movies that are coming up. Uh, nobody's seen these movies. 
people have seen trailers, and of course everybody judges by the trailer. Well, that's the point and, of the trailer. Well, uh, I think the point of the trailer is to get you excited, not enraged. Well, but true, most people get true. enraged over these movies. So, uh, you know, what I wanted to talk about was in particular the Batman versus Superman movie. Okay. And why so many people, and I think it's a majority of people I know, just judging from Facebook feed, um, Twitter. I'm talking social media because that's where all the hate comes from. Sure. Um, I think the majority of these folks expect these movies to be terrible. They're already planning not to see them. I see the weird idle threats like, I'm not going to see this movie in the theater. <gasps> oh, I'm going to no. wait and watch it on DVD what? later. What? No, no, no. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. What? It'll be Blu-ray. Not these folks. Oh. <laughs> I'm waiting for VHS. <laughs> Laser disc. Beat up, Max. It's going to happen. Okay. So, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I just, um, you know, I think we're lucky. Yeah. You know, as, yeah. as nerds, as geeks in this time, to have not just a Superman Batman movie, not just a Suicide Squad movie, there's a Cap versus Iron Man movie coming out this year. Sure. I'm calling that, that's what it is. You know, sure. that's what it is. You know, there's another Star Wars movie. That means in 12 months, two Star Wars movies, and if we don't count the prequels for the first time in 30 plus years. It's very true. Yeah. Okay. Just, Unheard of. Nobody, count, nobody counts the prequels. I mean, just, you know, Doctor Strange is this year. <laughs> You just go down the list. Cutting your mic. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) Touch your mic up. Talk talk into the microphone, Lee. I know. I know. Technical difficulties. That's all good. We now resume. Hey, listen. It's it's first podcast. Yeah. When, When you compare what we're doing now in terms of genre movies versus 1989. Right. Batman, Tim Burton, Michael Keaton comes out, and we're all just like floored. Yeah. Okay, I think pretty universally. I was, six, but it's one so. movie. <laughs> it's one movie. The two of us were floored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're considerably older. Uh, and now we complain, and there are lots of movies with quality creators just cast unbelievably well, uh, and all anybody does is complain. So that's 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 my important point. That I want us to discuss tonight. Okay. So here's here's my thought. First off, I am... Uh, I don't know what that noise was. Uh, I, personally, am kind of excited for the Superman-Batman movie. The reason why I'm not completely sold on it is two big reasons. One, uh, they gave away too much stuff in the trailer. A lot. That Doomsday should have never been shown in the trailer. Mm-mm. However, the other big thing is, and this this is this is where I think some of the hate's coming from, or at least this is where the hate comes from from me, is the fact that because we live in an age where information is at our fingertips at all times, because we all carry smart smartphones, we all have iPads, we have the internet, you always have access to information, and I think in this situation that's a bad thing because we look and we say, well. Why Why are they bringing in so many heroes into this movie? I think they're trying to do too much in this movie. And that makes me not want to see it in theaters. Because I'm going to go and go, great, you just spent two hours and crammed in four hours worth of movie. Because Warner Brothers and DC are trying to catch up to where Marvel is. That's a lot of assumptions. Is it? 
It's a lot of assumptions. And look, I'm not here to defend the movie. Oh, no. You're I'm here not, to defend the movie, I'm sir. not here to defend the movie. You, miss, you guys I'm, missed it. Before I, we started I, recording, he was like, <laughs> Batman, Superman, greatest movie ever. <laughs> that may or may not be true. Um, that's a little more hillbilly than I go, <laughs> yeah. generally. A little more we, we crazy prospector. <laughs> we are in Alabama, so, yeah. I, I don't recall that happening. <laughs> Shut up. You were there. I was there. It's, I don't recall that. But if you want to talk about it from that angle, yeah. Okay, the, the director of this film is Zack Snyder. Oh, I, and sure. I enjoy Jack, Zack who, Snyder. Who can Jack make, Snyder? Who? That's his brother. <laughs> but that's who directed the Superman Returns. He did, uh, did a piss poor job. <laughs> Yay. Uh, we'll get around to the, the the other Superman movie, The Man of Steel. We'll right. come back to that because it does affect this whole absolutely line does. Of, of, of discussion. But um, he can he can direct a dense film. He can involve a lot of characters and make it good. Watchmen. Sure. You know, he can do that. So I'm not worried about that cast thing. And I think that, you know, a lot of those characters are going to show up in cameo roles anyway, besides Wonder Woman. And I think there's a lot of indication that, um, that Doomsday is not a, a main player in the film. So spoiling that is just candy to say, hey, look, there's something new in this movie that nobody's done live action before. Uh, I think there's more of an indication of Dark Side. Who knows? Okay. But I got to trust that this guy knows what he's doing. He's going to learn from his mistakes with Man of Steel, um, of which there are only a few, in my opinion, and and make a really great spectacle, you know, uh, film. What are your I, thoughts? I don't have any thoughts on this. <laughs> Kevin Thanks. scares me. Uh, Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. I actually I don't have an ill opinion of the movie. I also am looking forward to it. But, but Man of Steel was not great. No, it wasn't great. It, and this Superman is back in it. And everybody's like, oh, no, bad flick. But I like Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. He's a, a more mature Batman in this movie. He, he has the look, too, of he Bruce really Wayne. Does. When he's, yeah, he has the serious look. And honestly, Bruce Wayne is usually a throwaway. You know, even with yeah, he gets, has his little moments. Batman has is fun the moments, character, yeah. not the not Bruce Wayne, the alter ego. He's but it looks not like, the important half. Looks like Affleck's gonna bring more of that out, which is good. Uh, the only problem I have with DC, deep, well, DC in media is, uh, for the longest time, they were uh, campy. It was all uh, jokey. The nineteen sixty six Batman. Was just so it, it was great. I enjoyed watching it with the pow and the bam because I was six, you know, seven uh, growing up watching. Not in 1966 when I caught the reruns in, in <laughs> roughly 10 years later. But it's on the uh, afternoons. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, we're, we're, uh, we're not, we're old. <laughs> we're not, we're not that, that old. old. I mean, you know, we're a little older, but Jesus. Uh, that was, it was campy, but great. So they went campy, 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 campy until really uh, Chris Nolan's Batman, The Dark Knight. And I loved them. But So they see Dark Knight did well, and they say, well, let's make uh, Man of Steel a little grittier then. So now they're kind of, they should have been doing this sooner. Like he said, uh, they're trying, they're playing catch up. And that's, you know... We saw what happens when you throw too many characters in with the X-Men movies. Uh, ad nauseum. 
even and, and a lot of those were even cameos, but it was like it was like they were like, "Here's Jubilee." Hey, you see Jubilee? You're like Colossus, right? Here he yeah. is, kids. That's it. He's no, 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 no. That's, oh, that's enough. Go. That's Sorry. enough, Piotr. Get away. You didn't think that was awesome? That one time no, he came no, out of a room, was. turned middle, and, then, and ran out of a hole in the wall, and that was it. That's right. <laughs> that was amazing. By Colossus. But, hey, but Wonder Deadpool Woman's not getting his do due. That. Absolutely. Thank God. And but see, I think that's the thing is uh, an, an, another aspect of this is is the fact that DC. Because they're playing catch up, they feel like they've got to do the things that Marvel has done that's been successful, and they're like, "All right, well, Marvel, you know, Marvel had the Avengers movie. That movie destroyed the box office. Yeah, so we have to have a Justice League movie." And it's like, "Okay, I don't disagree with you, but get there organically." And this feels like they're going, "All right, Batman versus Superman, or is it?" Wink! Look, it's the Justice League! Woo! <laughs> and it's like, no, no. I want Batman versus Superman. But, but you don't know that yet. And see, that's my issue but with people making... I do, because they've making... announced the cast, and that's part of the problem. But it doesn't mean they're going to make it a Justice League movie. Who knows? We have to trust the process and let this experience... It's not like they went out and got that guy that directed Fantastic Four, Trank, to direct this movie. I mean, they went and got somebody that knows how to direct big. At least they did that, yes. You know, and... Uh, Despite the fact that there's some shortcomings to Man of Steel, there are parts of that movie that are amazing. Uh, I'd, I'd watch a movie just about Krypton and Jor-El. I mean, the, first, well, yeah. I mean, the first 20 minutes of that movie are yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah, and uh, and there are other parts to it that I really like. It's toward the end. It falls apart. The fight scene, and I don't care if they're destroying millions of imaginary people. They're not real. It's fiction. Destroy all the buildings and those fake are real people. You people Kevin. No, yeah. Those <laughs> are those are real real actors who are getting paid nothing Except to be there. That, that we saw zero. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a good point. You know, um, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it, my my issue is with the people that are so angry over this. No, I don't I, understand no. why. They're fanboys. Fanboys are always angry when you bring out a new comic book movie or a comic book TV show, comic book anything. No, this isn't canon. This isn't how it was in the books. Well, luckily, the DC Universe has the new 52. So anything is possible. Not only for two more months. Five more months, sorry. Right. Well, and then how many (laughs) things in Marvel, how many people have died and come back and been recreated, revamped? There are so many rewrites for comic book movies that anything can really be considered canon. It's up to that particular storyteller. Right. And I think we just have to look at it in terms of, is this a good movie? And forget about how faithful it is to the source Absolutely. material. Absolutely. You know, and, that, um, and, and I completely, completely agree with that. But like I said, I think, I think this comes down to the fact that everybody having information at their fingertips... You can go and you can read these rumors about what's happening with the movie. Why, you know, oh, they're, they're, here's a picture of them on set. Now, the problem with that, if you if you base things off of pictures, you know, coming off of set, is you're not seeing you know all the editing and and uh, treatment that goes into the film um, to make it look go from Batman, you know, from Ben Affleck wearing a rubber suit to looking like goddamn Batman. Um, and the trailer, don't get me wrong, the trailer blew me away. Right up until point, right until Doomsday showed up, and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome!" I feel like I've seen the movie now, you know. And and then they had the cool thing with with Wonder Woman at the end, and I was like, "All right." I will say that line at the end is really dumb. That is a dumb line. Which line? She, 
Is she with you? I thought she was with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, no. Like, and I don't have a problem with Batman voice. Batman voice is fine. It sounds I get like it. they're actually using some sort of modulator this time, right. which is better than uh, Christian just, Bale. <laughs> just destroy <laughs> Do you bleed? You will. <laughs> <laughs> But Wait, did he ask that of Wonder Woman? That's <laughs> that's not Once good. That's very inappropriate. That's a little too personal. Uh, but so, like up to that point, I was like, "This movie looks awesome," and then that happened. Now I've heard a lot of bitching about the uh, the newest Suicide Squad trailer, the Bohemian Rhapsody version. Oh no, that was amazing. That trailer was so fucking good. I, I loved it. Want that movie in my life. I'm more excited about that movie than I am Batman. Oh, me too. I am too. Me too. It looks gritty. It looks like aliens on earth. I mean, the the colonial Marines, but they're super powered and badass and awful. And I think, I think, and this is weird because it's Marvel and DC. I think if Deadpool does exceptionally well, that means great things for Suicide Squad. I think you're right. And you I, know Deadpool's going to do well. I, even gonna, if it does shitty, it's going to do well. That it's going to do well. That movie could be bad, and I promise you I will still enjoy it. That movie, Ryan Reynolds. that movie can be bad, and I'll go back and see it several times and MST3K it there you go. every time. There you go. Well, you're going to see three or four Deadpool movies. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it's oh, just a yeah. given at this point yeah. from just I the snippets that we've seen. I can't wait for uh, Deadpool on Ice. That's going to be the <laughs> one that I, I like the most. But we, we digress. Um Suicide Squad. The the main complaint about this movie was the Joker. Yes. Because they changed him up. Right. And they gave him the weird, you know, grill and the tattoos Mm -hmm. and things like that. And now he does have them throughout the movie. We see this in the trailer that he has them and it doesn't make a damn bit of difference. No, not a bit. He comes out, sounds like Joker, acts like Joker. And it's just another gimmick for Joker. But I was, he's got a different look. I didn't, I didn't like the look at first. And I saw the uh, trailer that he delivered that one line. I don't even remember what it Not was. Not going to hurt you much. That something no. along yeah. those lines, yeah. And I was just, uh, okay. Yeah, in. Let's see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, I thought when everybody was bitching about about the look and you know casting Jared Leto and all that, they were going on and on about it. And Bernie from Rooster Teeth uh, talked about this on uh, the Rooster Teeth podcast uh, shortly after that. Name drop. Yeah, hey, you know. Yeah, well. Um, Sponsorous. Uh He had a great point. There's never been a bad Joker. Nope. That's true. Even campy ass Cesar Romero. He yeah. was good. He would. He wouldn't even fucking shave his mustache. That's right. They had to like put the paint over his mustache. Still fucking great. And they're all completely different. Exactly. And that was his point. <laughs> was that people bitch about it every time, and then they see it and they go. That's the Joker. Yep. Yeah. That's him. And it's like, no, there's never been a bad Joker. Mm-mm. You know why? Because the Joker is one of the easiest characters to play. You're insane. Have fun. Well, and you go and you go to town. I mean, you can play it a hundred different ways, but the Joker is not a deep character. The deepest version of him has been has been Heath Ledger's version. Well, I think he's an archetype, and I do think it's a deep character. I think everyone has kind of tapped a different aspect of that because I. Um, I love the Heath Ledger version. I mean, you, you can't argue, but I'm a Jack Nicholson guy. Um, and the way he played it was so different than the way anybody else has played it. Right. You know, um, 
he was crazy, but he's still smarter than everybody else. Right. And, but he wasn't quite as, as sinister, as underhanded as the Heath Ledger yeah. Joker. And so I'm curious to see. It sounds like, looks like uh, the Jared Leto version is going to be more brutal. Yeah. Just more of a, uh, a sadist type mm-hmm. of Joker. And I, and I think that's going to be good. It's going to fit Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard the fan theory? Uh, I try not to hear fan theories. <laughs> <laughs> They're all naked. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he's Robin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Robin from... Uh, Jason Todd. Yep. Yeah. No. I, I think I think that's a great way to go. Well, you know, whatever gets everybody to stop crying about the the grill, <laughs> the, the grill and the ha-ha and the, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Nobody had heard the voice, seen him walk, you know, seen anything that he's going to do as Joker. And already he was written off as terrible. And I'm, I'm only yeah, going to see this movie at home. Yeah, but Heath Ledger was also seen as terrible before anybody saw him on, on screen. Jack Nicholson. So, uh, yeah, Even absolutely. Keaton as Batman, people were like, Mr. Mom? Yeah. For real? It's Mr. Mom. Well, what the hell is Beetlejuice? He'd be a better Joker than uh, Batman. Seriously. So, so here's here's an interesting interesting spin on this. Should movie studios? I know they're trying to build hype. Should they not release any character pictures and whatnot in Entertainment Weekly, which is where the the hate started for Suicide Squad, because um, they released the pictures. Long before they did a trailer, um, should they not do that now, or sh- should they should they just sit back and go, listen, we have this stuff, we're not going to share it with you, because when we do, you're all assholes about it. Okay, but you can count on one finger the number of movies that have suffered from that negative backlash, and it's Fantastic Four. Otherwise, True. any press is good press. Fantastic Four went beyond the pale um, because Fantastic Four was awful. Even well, even before anybody knew how awful it was, the new one, the director was even selling it up the river. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then there were the stories about the director that were not confabulated; these were facts. He just kicked, you know, he destroyed the home that he was renting while he was filming the movie, and you know, it was just even the actors were like half-assed for supporting it. Like, "Eh, yeah, it's great. I was happy to make a paycheck. Yeah. So, uh, and that's a different thing. Um, I just wonder—I I wonder because DC made such a fuss whenever uh, the original Suicide Squad trailer leaked. So they're trying—they're obviously trying to control that message. Um, and you and I talked about this on the Mopcast that we took over yeah. uh, a couple months back. Um, so my thought is less could be more like if you watch the star wars trailer it doesn't really give much away of the movie and when you watch the and when you looked at the stuff that they were putting out for star wars like official stuff not not you know fan stuff that was getting you know that people were putting out but just the official stuff that was coming out it was they gave you enough to go i'm interested but not enough to go and here's this. Like, if you would have known Captain Phasma was a piece of shit character, you would have <laughs> Spoilers. been like, Hey, sorry. If you haven't seen it by now, yeah. fuck off. Um, you know, Captain Phasma was a piece of shit character, but they built her up. And they did a great job to where when she showed up the first time, you're like, oh, shit, there's Phasma. Oh, shit, shit's about to go down. And then by the end of the movie, you're like, all right, she sucks. But um, 
I thought they did a great job of controlling that message. I think DC could learn from that. Well, there's an art, obviously, to constructing trailers. And yes. Mm-hmm. The, the That side of the house at Disney, the Star Wars side, has obviously got it perfected. But honestly, and we all know this, they could have put up a black and white Star Wars logo that had three notes of John Williams' score, and we would have all gone to see that movie. I'm gonna see. Yeah, I'm gonna see Star Wars. Star yeah. Wars. So yeah. they, you know, to me, they're wasting a lot of money, but they don't have to, just doing the marketing. But they don't have to do any of it. Right. They don't have to tell us anything. But because of the negative feedback they got on Man of Steel, Warner Brothers has to say, "But here's what we're doing this time." Yeah, that's you know, fair. This, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna bring in Batman, and I love the idea of Batman versus Superman. It's never been done in a film. Sure. Right. And it's you know we got to do something new. We can't see his parents killed in crime alley one more time we can't go through him being trained by ninjas you know the league of assassins one more time it's you know I we've done it. do it exactly <laughs> exactly maybe so. it's maybelline <laughs> so All right. um you know uh i'm excited for those movies uh, i think both of them will end up being good movies uh, I, but I, I think most I people hope one. they crash and burn, and I don't get it. I don't think it's most. <clears throat> I really don't. I think I, I think it's I think it's I think there's a lot of comic book fans that hope it crash and burn, which is just insane. But uh, I, yeah, well, um, <laughs> but I think most just movie going fans, because that's the thing. Like people forget that <clears throat> this isn't just a comic book franchise anymore. This is now, you know, and and all the Marvel properties are the same thing. They've transcended that. They've become mainstream. They're pop culture. Well, it's modern mythology. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, I think most of those people are hoping the movie's fucking awesome. I, and look, I've never been a DC fan. I've talked shit about DC on almost every podcast that I've had the chance to. I am dying to see Suicide Squad. Batman vs. Superman, I have reservations about seeing already I don't, I don't have reservations <laughs> for tickets you're really excited i'm really excited about it um bat flick damn um but at the same time i'm not going into that movie and going god i, I hope this thing's a piece of shit i'm going in you know i'm going i hope i hope they knock it out of the park because i would love to see a great great justice league movie I think that would be a ton of fun. I am a little upset they're not using uh, the Flash and uh, Green Arrow from their television shows. I think that's I think that's kind of dumb and bullshit. But uh, and I think that's bad. I think that's bad marketing on their part. I think you, I think you've built a world here. You should use it. Well, at least they finally wised up and are crossing the the characters between the the TV series on different networks. That that yes. was announced today. Flash and Supergirl are gonna. Switch yeah. up and appear on each other's shows, but that's uh, but okay, and, and and I know we're running long on this topic, but that's a weird thing because Supergirl is in the DC universe, mm-hmm. the DC cinematic universe, no. but these two are not because they have other people playing them, and so now they're going to be like, well, yeah, I mean, he's the Green Arrow, but he's not the Green that's Arrow. That's right. Like, we don't want that Green Arrow show dragging down the movies. Yeah, Let's okay. just put it that That's, way, okay? Because no. it's horrible. That show is that show is good. It's a horrible. I enjoy that show. It is. Even uh, though I haven't seen it for the last two seasons. <laughs> I like it. I love I like it. When I need a nap, I'm going to watch Green Arrow. Oh, come on. <sighs> Flash is at least a superhero type fun, you know, bombastic type of show. You don't like Oliver Queen where he... Like he I love goes, Oliver Queen. I don't like that show. He, he, he Do you like Summerbird Queen? He goes, 
Now you don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm Oliver Queen! <laughs> uh, who am I? You don't know. <laughs> oh. Hey, what's up? Uh, I know. God, just uh, So, final thoughts on DC Cinematic Universe hate. Well, um... Yeah, just being contrarian doesn't make you cooler than everybody Absolutely else or sure. smarter than everybody else. And uh, jumping on the bandwagon with contrarians definitely doesn't make you cooler or smarter than anybody else. You know, give something a chance before you blow it out of the water. Something obviously looks terrible. Great. Fantastic. Blow it, blast it. Yeah. I mean, blow it up. Tear it down. But these movies don't look bad. Don't. Don't literally blow it up, folks. We're not asking you to go to a theater and do anything like that. Please see, don't. Please, please the don't. concepts, not the facility. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. Lee, what you have a topic? Oh, and it's I? an interesting one. It is an interesting your, one. Your your topic took me off guard, and I'm I'm excited about this topic. Well, I hope I remember all the uh, bits about it then. All right, uh, hit us. There is a tattoo studio. Uh, let's see, what was it? Solid Oak? Yes. Something that starts with us. Solid Oak Studios, Solid Oak. I think. Studios. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, who are now suing Take-Two Interactive, uh, the 2K series of sports games, uh, right. specifically basketball, for using copyrighted tattoos uh, that are seen on players like LeBron James, for instance. Sure. Uh, and they're... Uh, they're trying to get some money out of them for it. A lot of money, if I remember or correctly. Roughly $1.1 million. Yeah. That's a licensing fee <laughs> for, <laughs> for past copyright infringements and to use it in perpetuity. So let's, uh, let, let's touch on this. What are your thoughts on that? I can understand. Because you have a lot of tattoos. I do. I can understand an artist uh, who creates something wholly original, not wanting it to be used by someone else for their profit. Okay. Which is exactly what 2K16 are doing. Kinda. Okay. Kinda. I can see their point. And they did go through the copyright process and they had a copyright license agreement from way back. Yes. With the athlete. the artist, yeah, yeah, between the athlete and the artist, right, right. So it's kind of valid, is it though? It because kinda. here's 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 my thought on this, and I I I may be completely off off base on this, but so they've signed a copyright uh, agreement between the athlete mm-hmm. and the artist, right? It's great. Uh, the athlete has signed an agreement with 2K. Yeah, with uh, Take Two. Right. Uh, to say, hey, you can use my appearance in the game. That tattoo is on the person. And Therefore, it is part of their part appearance. Of appearance. So I have a hard time going siding with the artist. And listen, I make content. I don't want people taking my shit. And, and selling it as their own. I get that. This is one of those situations, though, to where it's like, you put it on him. Mm-hmm. He's signed an agreement to where he gets to be in the game. Where you put it does not matter. 
The plastic surgeons are going to make a fortune off of this with porn stars. <laughs> exactly. I'm just telling you. <laughs> and, and if, the if this slope. is a precedent, yeah, I mean, tits are going to be all the rage in the circuit court. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, tits are already all the rage. Already all the rage. So I just I, I look at it. I think it's I think it's an interesting argument because you know I, I don't think uh, I don't think good tattoo artists and and by all accounts these would be great tattoo artists because you know these guys have a lot of money they're not going to go see just you know anybody Dave to, on the corner yeah you know to get, get a, a little tattoo. scratch tattoo um so and, and these are you know original designs they're uh, special just for these people and I think that's where the copyright thing comes in. I don't think the copyright was, hey, artist, uh, put this on me, and we got the copyright, so you get all the credit. I think it was more along the lines of the athlete going, hey, artist, give me that tattoo that you designed for me, and you don't put it on anybody else, because I want that to be mine. I want to have something unique. And then it ends up in a video game. They're like, well, hold on. Hold on. We signed an agreement. It's like, yeah, you signed an agreement between you two. This is between them and Take-Two. It has nothing to do with you. And also, is it a video game about tattoos? Nope. So they're not selling the tattoo. They're selling the person who's the yep. basketball player who coincidentally has that tattoo. Yes. And But, it, you know, an intellectual property disputes, it comes down to who has the best attorneys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Take-Two is going to have the better attorneys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and they have the they have the high ground here. There is a precedent. There is a small precedent. However, that person asked for a shit ton of money and they only got what was it? Well, reported only twenty two thousand. Yeah. So they took that number and came up with their own number based off of those figures. I, I, I know. I and I, and I get it, but that's uh, I mean it's it's a silly it's it's one of those things to where it's like okay well. I uh, I went to a WWE event. I made a sign. I held my sign up. It got on camera. Then WWE later on uses that shot where you see my sign that I made in in their promotional uh, images or uh, video on a for profit TV show. Yeah. Ooh. They so, are, what scumbags. So. Can I can I sue them for using my art in uh, in their promotions? It's is, the same kind of thing. Is it copyrighted? Sure. Then perhaps I've I, I've put the Polyhedral Productions logo on there. You can sue them and get nothing. I can't help you with that. <laughs> but that I, I am not the lawyer in charge of this case. It's just it's it's an interesting it's an interesting argument that they have. Yeah. I don't agree with them. I think take two. I think take I'm two. Only, I only agree. As devil's advocate for the artist. Sure. And the artist isn't necessarily... Well, the artist isn't trying to make the money here. It's the studio that uh, employs the artist. I have a feeling the artist is going to get part of that. Probably. Uh, uh, probably not, considering there's probably not going to be much to get. Uh, but that's also true. I can understand up to a point. And I, uh, yeah. And but oh, the hold, one, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The camera just stopped. Oh, hi. Hi. We're back. Uh, we had some technical issues there. Uh, the camera decided that it did not like what, 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 what Lee was talking about and just turned off. So I apologize mainly to Lee because that's, that's fucking rude. It's not the only thing I've turned off today. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> 
shtick. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, where were we? No clue what I was saying. <laughs> uh, all right, so we were talking about uh, the 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 tattoos. Right. All right, so as I was saying, I'm just going to go back to where I was. Sure. It makes sense with types of media when it comes to, uh, like, logos that are, you know, uh, licensed and, and put into to stadiums. Uh, it makes sense with uh, things like, uh, you know, brands that sell products and, and, sure. and, and even services for that matter. Um, but when it's art and it's on a person, I just... I. I can respect the artist, but here it's it's one of the things where I just look at it and I go, I, I can't back you. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I can't. No, I get it. Uh, the fact that there's precedent, maybe they'll get a little something, not the full uh, kit and caboodle. Yeah. Well, they're going to uh, get something just to go away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's the way it works, and they Which, know that. Yeah. But, yeah, looking, looking at it from that <clears throat> perspective and thinking about since we were during the technical difficulties, uh, joking about uh, with wrestling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Think of all the wrestlers, especially like Roman Reigns with his full mm-hmm. sleeve, The Rock with all of his. CM Punk had a uh, a Pepsi a logo Pepsi for logo Christ's on sakes. his arm. Yeah, why uh, why not them? Yeah. So exactly. yeah, I can see it, but I just thought it was kind of cool. Take Two owns uh, the rights to WWE, by the way, uh, for WWE video games. That's one of the reasons why I think you'll see them fight this. I don't think they pay them to go away. I think I think they say no. Let's go to court, and and let's let's and set a precedent here that we don't have to worry about this shit in the future. The actual complaint, uh, which I read through, and uh, some of it made sense naturally, some of it did not. Yeah, a lot of it's legalese. A lot of it's legalese. Uh, but uh, they said they wanted a jury. They wanted a jury to... Uh, of course you do. You want to get 12 ignoramuses that know right. nothing about yep. intellectual property law, nothing yep. about copyright law, that you can get in there and sway with your woe-is-me story about poor little tattoo parlor versus... Taking, taking on the big yeah. the big gaming industry. That's right. Now that's, you know, uh, uh, smart on them. They've got a good lawyer. Somebody's... Yep. Somebody's making the right somebody calls is, for him. Somebody's doing some background. There'll too. be a nice settlement for him. God, I'd, I'd love to Which see Take Two just take him to court and go. No, well, we're not. We're not. No. The next time your video games go up by a few dollars mm-hmm. per, you can thank it's this okay. tattoo I parlor. I don't play sports games, so I'm cool. <laughs> you bought you bought your Xbox One with Madden. Yeah, it came free with the Xbox <laughs> One. Uh, I did open it, okay, but I've never taken it out of the case. Really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I might, you know, because watching uh, watching Achievement Hunter play is fun. So we should uh, we should we should do a let's play on that. All right. All right. The, the Hershey High Women are back. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So That's any any final. Me. Any final thoughts on uh, on Take Two versus the lowly sad SOS. tattoo? Uh, SOS. SOS. Any any final thoughts on that? You think? Do you think they get how much money? Do you think they get? Oh jeez. Um, well, the other one asked for two hundred thousand. They got twenty two. Yeah. 
So if we went by that. Yeah, they're going to see a quarter mil easy, I think, Damn. out of this. Yeah. yeah. It's awful. Because to that video game company, that's pennies. Yeah. And it's going to cost them more to keep paying their attorneys to fight this than it is to just say, you know what, get the hell out of here. Does this cause a ripple effect with athletes not going to get tattoos from them anymore? No. And the NBA? Maybe. Well, it's gonna, I doubt it, though. It's going to cause a lot more paperwork. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When you get tattoos and when you sign with video game companies, because they're going to say, do we have permission from your artist yeah. to use this? Which, well, you know, maybe they should have. <clears throat> yeah. I, know. It, it, I know. To me, that's covered under likeness. Yeah, fair use, man. Yeah. I and mean, fair use is a real part of that sort of law. Yeah. And you know, something that's obvious on your body. I mean, one of those had to do with Mike Tyson's face tattoo, right? One of yeah. The, and it's like, this on his face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was in uh, the, the Hangover. The Hangover, too. yes. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason they had that issue was because uh, uh, Edward, Ed Helms? Ed Helms. Uh, right had the same tattoo on his face during the uh, production. Which is a little bit of a different issue. It's still silly. It is. But it is a little bit of a different issue mm-hmm. than video games where they're representing this person's body the way right. their body looks. Right. Yeah. But, you know, the games back in the day, you know, everybody had tattoos, sure, but the digital effects weren't nearly as good to show the detail. Right. And now it is. So, you know, back then nobody cared, but now... Uh, oh crap! That's my art on somebody. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just saying. But whoever did that, all that that butcher work on Axl Rose, when they start this new tour, he needs to cash in now, because <laughs> that's not really Axl Rose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, whatever that face Jeez. is on is not Axl Rose. That uh, the, yeah, it's, that surgeon it's good needs to, to get see some money. That, uh, that carrot top is touring with Guns N' Roses now. <laughs> I, uh, with Yosemite Sam's beard. <laughs> <laughs> He's the rootinest, tootinest rock singer in the West. Shots fired. <laughs> Literally. Cool. Axel's going to be outside my house when I get home and kick my ass. But don't aye, don't aye, you aye. cry tonight, Kevin. <laughs> All right. So final topic is my topic. <clears throat> and it's a hot topic. No. Well, yeah. kind of. Well, it's, it's, not at, it's not at hot topic. Uh, it has cooled off a little bit, um, but I think it has some interesting uh, ripples uh, that, that can come out of this. So the Fine Brothers are a, uh, a little YouTube channel, and by little I mean at one point they were uh, just under 14 million subscribers. At one point. Yeah. Um, they do the Reacts videos. It's the videos that you see uh, where it's kids react to blank, old people react to Blank. I'm sorry I looked at you when I said old people. Was, <laughs> let's see you react to that. <laughs> it was not on purpose. I apologize. But they uh, you know, they do those videos, and they have a couple other shows, but the Reacts is, is their big thing. In fact, they're YouTube.com yeah. Reacts. Well, they decided they had two ideas. The first one was this idea of Reacts World because people wanted to see their videos, their reaction videos, done in other places outside of essentially Los Angeles because that's I think that's where they're based they're based somewhere over there so people wanted to see it like in Russia and you know in England and so on and so forth and they said well we can't really go there granted they've got a lot of money they could 
probably go there. But instead, they had a really cool idea where they said, what we're going to do is we're going to let you make the videos. You follow the same content that, you know, this is the same setup that we use. And you can, and, and we'll make art for you. And you can do all this stuff. You can make the videos, these reaction videos. We're not going to charge you at all to get them set up and, and to do everything. And then when you start making money, and we'll help you make money, we're going we're gonna to take some of the ad revenue. Not a bad idea. Then they said that they were going to trademark the word reacts. And that's where shit started going downhill. Because people lost their minds. They lost their goddamn minds, Kevin. Because what happened is people said, well, you're not the only people who do reacts videos. For instance, if I put a video up that says, Kevin reacts to me calling him an old fart. If they have the trademark for reacts, they can legally pull down my video. Even though it has nothing to do with what they're doing. And they did. And they did. They pulled down quite a number of videos. Now, some of that is content ID and YouTube is has an awful content ID system. You will get flagged for shit that's... Uh, Lo Zelda, who's a, a streamer and a YouTube person, um, she's had videos flagged by Rooster Teeth that had nothing with Rooster Teeth in it. Obviously, she's part of the, she's a big member of the uh, of the Rooster Teeth community. She contacted Rooster Teeth and Rooster said, that has nothing to do with us here. You're clear. But they have to be the ones to clear it. So um, this caused... A number of people, the the whole reacts thing, uh, caused a lot of people to get angry and to start just unsubscribing. And they went from just under 14 million to just like about 13 million in about a day. (laughs) That's brutal. And then a bunch of other YouTube people started making fun of them because, hey, you need to be able to get... It's the internet. You need to be able to get that money. Um, So... What are your thoughts on this? Because my thought uh, originally when I heard this was decent idea. They didn't sell it well. Um, and if they had just kept their fucking mouth shut, they could have trademarked reacts and not had any problems. That would have never held up in court anyway. I think sure. people get so angry about it. But a general term like that, even in a specific context related to YouTube videos or online videos or however they want to couch it. They were using it for entertainment purposes. It's still, there's, you know... Uh, I'm sure there are lots of other entities that could challenge that legally with the yes. financial resources, legal resources to get that you know thrown away. CBS, so. for instance, with kids say the darndest things. Yeah. That's essentially a show yeah. where kids react to things. Yeah. And I guess they could have commandeered that concept for themselves. As well. They was have. Their, was their general idea. Yeah. But, I mean, they could have like walked on and taken the whole show, Bill Cosby and all. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby, how are you reacting to this? <laughs> I'm gonna get some jello. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry I went there. Um, no, you're not. <laughs> I mean, I th- I don't think they would have been able to get the trademark. But the fact that they. It, I, I, the videos have been pulled down because they put up a video that, that announced everything. Then they put up a video where, oddly enough, they were reacting to everyone's reactions to their React mm-hmm. Worlds video. Um, and both of those videos have been pulled down. And when I watched the first video, I was reminded of a saying that you hear a lot, especially if you work in customer service. 
you hear it a ton in marketing classes and in public public relations classes, which is it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Their idea is not a bad idea. It's a way to build up a community and you can expand your channel essentially because it's gonna it's gonna be on their own channels, but you can expand your channel's offerings by working with content creators around the world to make essentially the exact same show just everywhere. It's the same thing like they said with Britain's Got Talent, America's Got Talent. It's the same exact idea. However, with the internet, it's made it to where everybody can kind of do their own thing. And if somebody sees something that's successful, people are going to copy it. I mean, there's a reason why at one point on YouTube, everybody was a vlogger. And you don't see it as much. You still see it some, you know, some. But at one point, it was I Justine, Shay Carl. Uh, uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Um, Very successful vlogger. He, no, he's still he's still doing it today. Uh, I can't think of his name. Though. Household name. Uh, he he is on YouTube, and I've, I'm a horrible person for not remembering who he is. Um, don't don't hold this against me and Kevin. I can I can see it. I can see him. He's right there. He's very pretty. Philip DeFranco, that's his name. Um, you hear that, Phil? He thinks you're pretty. I, hey, you're a pretty man. What can I say? So I think I think it was a good idea. I just think the way they executed it was awful. And I, yeah. and I think when they came out and said, well, we're thinking about trademarking this. We've trademarked it. It's no. like when they came out and said, we're thinking about trademarking this. When just five hours earlier they had trademarked all that stuff already, right? That was ill-advised. Uh, I, I would, I would be all cool with them having the brand, the React World brand. That was cool. The idea was great. Uh, how about you trademark React World and not yeah. just React? Because you know you could have a video on there of <clears throat> cat reacts to weird squirrel or some shit, and that would get flagged, and all of a sudden you know there's a hullabaloo right. and. You're just some random kid with a an iPhone, you know, taping your cat. Right. Well, when you're trading on goodwill and humor from people, and then you turn on those same people. Yep. And only exercise bad will yeah. and spite. Mm-hmm. You're going to destroy your business model. Absolutely. You destroy your audience, your your model. Everything goes out the window. And I don't know anything about. I mean, I've heard of those videos. I've never yeah. watched one. I only use YouTube for. You know, porn. No, not porn. Awful, <laughs> awful, shitty porn. Just um, porn. Sub films worth, mostly. <laughs> porn that's not worth watching because it's on YouTube. <laughs> it's the, all the educational videos. Educational porn. The most disappointing snuff films are the YouTube snuff films. It's just people dipping snuff. <laughs> <laughs> or, or this tastes like, like peach. <laughs> um, Wintergreen. <laughs> Mm, a <laughs> you know, uh, my favorite part of the video was where they were like, they were like taking shots at, at the man. They were like, you know, oh, we want to be, we want to help independent creators and blah, 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 because, you know, we were independent creators and we want to help you build your, you know, build up your stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then in the same sentence, it was like, but we're the man. Uh, we're the man when it comes to this. So don't you dare fucking make mm-hmm. videos yeah. that, that doesn't, that goes against what we're doing yeah. because... We will take you out. It's not enough that we climb to the mountaintop and are doing really well at yeah, this. We got to take out every little dude that yeah. wants to put up his little React video. Mm-hmm. Imagine you, know, you, you make comics it. with Inverse Press. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Marvel went, yeah, we've built up 
nice empire here, us in DC. We're just gonna we're gonna find some way to shut you down. Oh, I can tell you of an, a real situation that I know of with a yeah. publisher that publishes on the same level as we do, who put a comic up on uh, Kickstarter and they've been very successful with their books, twenty thousand plus on a couple of campaigns oh, and a game that they did almost nearly thirty on. Wow! And mm-hmm. they put another one up that was going along really smoothly. And they got a cease and desist from a very wealthy comic creator who was a co-creator of a very popular TV show because there was one word in the title that had that was common to both. Interesting. Yeah, and what did they do? They were talk to me about it. And uh, I said, if it was me, I'm shutting it down because I'm not going to court against right. a guy right. that just got a $6 million settlement from another lawsuit right. against somebody with real money two years ago. Right. I'm not doing it. I'll change the name and re-release my book, sure. and, he, and he can go away. But that's you know that's just the power they have. And it's the same. You know, there's a, There are a lot of uh, parallels to be seen in this situation where you're just like, well, okay, I'll make a different damn video, but right. I hate your guts, and I'm going to tell everybody how you treated me. Right, exactly. That that story is amazing. Some would even say incredible. What? <laughs> Great. This is going to get copyright strike. God damn it. Damn you, Stanley! <laughs> Spectacular. Uh, not, not quite fantastic, though. Not quite. It's only yeah. three of us. True. Um, when I look at YouTube, I think one of the great things is it gives everybody who wants to uh you know make content preferably for a living but you know you can work up to that but it gives everybody that opportunity Mm -hmm. to try to do that where back in the day you didn't have that opportunity you know back when i was young and you guys were you know not as young um they uh to, to be able to make that kind of content that that people could see you've your options were so fucking limited. Like you had to go through a gatekeeper. YouTube kind of got rid of the gatekeeper. However, now we're starting to see more of these guys who've been doing YouTube for a while, who, who've, who've been very successful. Now they're like, well, now I can be the gatekeeper because mm-hmm. there's a lot of money in being the gatekeeper. Hmm. And, uh, you know, there were, there were a lot of people who said when, when they put out the statement and, that they were getting rid of the Reacts world and that they were moving on from uh, doing, uh, uh, you know, trademarking Reacts because they felt like it was taking, uh, there was an opportunity there, but they understood that there was quite a bit of power that would come with that trademark if it went through. Um, that they're going to drop all of that and they're going to say, and, you know, they're just going back to doing what they were doing. There were a lot of people, and they said they were going to release all of the uh, things that got caught by Content ID because of them. To which a lot of people said, that's great. Why did you do it in the first place? Right, and it's really transparent in terms of your motivations yeah. Yeah. when you only take these steps when you're losing 10,000 followers yeah. an hour or whatever yeah. it, was. it was. It was insane. It's like a small city is leaving your <laughs> your support every hour. Yeah. I mean, it's, and to go from being from growth like that, because they were, they were adding subscribers daily to now suddenly watching a 14th mm-hmm. of your, of your, uh, of your viewership just leave, <clears throat> you know, it's like, and, and probably more than that who just aren't unsubscribing. Um, 
and then all the bad publicity about you because I didn't subscribe to them. I've never subscribed to them. I I enjoy their videos whenever I come across them, but usually it's like I search for this, yeah, and then yeah. I see it in there and I go, I want to see what old people say about uh, uh, uh about baby metal. <laughs> you know, this twelve year old think about a Walkman. Yeah, like yeah Ooh, right. Yeah. yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like are you really that dumb. It's, <laughs> it's <you'd>, <laughs> they have their moments where they're very, very interesting, very funny, but at the same time, I'm not going to subscribe to them because that's not what I go to YouTube for. Yeah, I think they've. Uh, I think now they're going to have to be in damage control for probably the rest of this year to get people to forget about it. Because that's a long time. It is a long time, uh, but I think I think because they lost so many people, and because there was such an uproar, not just from normal internet people like we were talking about earlier, but from people within the YouTube community going, "Okay, good luck." Mega sixty four did a video and ripped them apart. Mega sixty four uh, Mega sixty four's video was, "We are now uh, trademarking." The term YouTube videos. <laughs> and they were like, so if you'd like to put up a YouTube video, all you have to do is join our YouTube videos program. <laughs> and they just rip them apart. And you're, and that's what Mega64 does. But it's just most... I only heard a couple people defending them. One was Tim from uh, Kind of Funny. Right. But even his thought on it, and I'll, you know, I'll disagree with him. He said it would be the same thing if we trademarked Kind of Funny. I'm like, it's not the same thing. It's the word reacts. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, hey, my video is kind of funny. The chances of that happening are slim to fucking none. It's not as generally used. It's a more specific, yeah. you know. There's um, a reason why I went with Polyhedral Productions. Yeah. So That's a mouthful. It is. That's what she said. Hey, now. Final thoughts on uh, on the Fine Brothers and their shenanigans. I guess they're not doing so fine now. Uh, what? Uh, we need like a gong or a bell or something. No, we don't. All right. No, we don't. Um, don't encourage that. Do you think, because they had a decent idea with their Reacts World uh, thing, do you think we see other channels take that idea, twist it just a bit, and do it? Because uh, Achievement Hunter has Community Hunter, which is similar but mm, a little different. Um, I think it's going to leave such a bad taste in people's mouths at this point that you'll you won't see anything like it in the near future because it's going to be the way the internet works. Right. I mean, it's going to be a feeding frenzy if anybody does. Okay. And, um, but these guys couldn't be happy with just being vastly successful. Right. Yeah, they, they had to put their it. faces out there and try to take control yeah. of things that had no negative impact on their fortune that they were building. Right. They just tried to shut other people out. Which killed their whole concept. The thing is, you build up something like that, build a community around it, and other people participate. Even if they're not contributing to what you're earning, you've built this thing. And it's the whole thing I see with comic shops. Always right. backbiting, always fighting each other, instead of building a larger community locally and yeah. everybody feeding out of that same trough. And uh, it's just you know, people trying to shut other people out instead of building something that everybody can benefit from. Absolutely. Lee? You, you build up that community and... The community shuts out people who are trying to take your idea by not, you know, by watching a couple minutes up and saying, "That's not really react." Exactly. Yeah, it's it's quality. It's it's quality over quantity. Yeah, and if you build up a strong enough community, they're going to, you know, like you said, they're going to help you police. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, on 
Facebook one time. I think Nathan, who we just uh, did something with here uh, a few minutes ago. It wink, was dirty. Um, he, uh, he shared the, uh, the red trailer from Ruby, which is Ruby uh, from, you know, show Rooster Teeth. And it's the character Ruby uh, fighting Beowulves, but they look like, you know, just wolves, big bad wolves. And she mm-hmm. looks like Little Red Riding Hood. And he said, and it was a video that somebody had take had taken, cut it, and then released it as their own. And he shared it, and I said, "This is from Rooster Teeth. This is this. Here's the link to the show on YouTube." Um, because I'm I'm a big part of the Rooster Teeth community, so you know it's it's one of those things where it's like I want to help protect this, and I want to help sell this to people, even though I get jack shit nothing yeah. from that, but I get to see them succeed. And it's like, yeah, this guy released this and said it was his. It's not his. Here's whose it is. Here's what. And, and if you really want to see, you know, some awesome stuff, go watch it here. And, you know, I, a bunch of people in the comments are like, "Thanks, man. I'll, I'll go check this out." <laughs> Perfect. So I, I think the Fine Brothers fucked up. I think uh, I think they're on damage control for the rest of the year. I think they'll need to rebuild um, their the trust in their audience. And I'm sure there's part of their audience that just goes, we don't care. Just make more stupid reacts uh, videos and we'll be fine. Which is what they should have done from the start. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think you're going to see, uh, I think eventually, and it may not, may not be this year, but I think eventually you're going to see another successful uh, online production company, a new media company go, all right, they had a good idea. How can we do this? Mm-hmm. And because sure. there's money to be made there. Going, hey, I'm going to empower you to make our videos. <laughs> You're going to make free content for us. Well, free for you. I'm just going to get part of the, your ad revenue. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I think it's a brilliant yeah, idea. But I just it was they, a I, good idea with poor execution. Yep, and that's the way business seems to go a lot of times. So, well, cool. That's it. We've gone through all three topics. They were all important. They seemed important. They, they seemed important. There were some important issues. <laughs> We had important issues with the camera. We did. Uh, and you'll be able to find this podcast every two weeks. We're going to be releasing them on Fridays uh, on both the Mopcast Network and our YouTube page, which hopefully you're watching. If you're watching this, you're watching on the YouTube page. If you're listening to it, hopefully you're listening to it on the Mopcast Network. And we can get you to bounce in between both. Uh, feel free to subscribe to our wonderful uh, YouTube channel. And, of course, check out everything else that the Mopcast Network has to offer. Soon we have another podcast coming where I'm hosting with this guy. This guy over here. This guy. And a guy named Sean Jones. Yeah, you. And it's called the OG Podcast. It's coming. We're going to talk about gaming and whatnot. So we got some stuff coming down. Have we discussed this? Yes. The AUG Podcast. The AUG. I thought you were talking about Pogs. (laughs) I still have a tube of them at the house. It's like tiddlywinks on steroids. Speaking of porn. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's a different sleeve. <laughs> Lee, thank, thank you for being here. <laughs> and uh, I'm Aaron Porter. I'm Kevin Laporte. And this has been important. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.